one night I stayed up all night playing poker with tarot cards. I got a full house and four people died. It's time for another episode of 252 with your host, Frank G and Ralphie D. I tell you what doesn't mix are fish and turtles. The turtles will eat the fish. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did not know that until we got put the fish in with the turtle. Next day, there's just fish carcass all over the tank. I was like, ah, oh, damn. Fish carcass appearing live on stage. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't think they're fish carcass. They're old men now. And they played that uh, some sort of show there before the Super Bowl or something. And, uh, and they they had the whole video up, and I'm watching like, man, dude, just you know, no, go home. You know, it's like I, they still, you know, they sound okay if you don't know what they're supposed to sound like. But otherwise, they sound like they're, they're falling into slow old man syndrome. Hold my hand as I walk up the steps with my walker. Yeah, I mean, it's getting old, that, dudes. Yeah, it sucks, man. Slayer still rocks, though. Yeah, there there are some rockers that look cool as they get older, but I mean, for the most part, it's a young person's game. You just got to get in, make your money, rock hard, and then get out. And then, you know, some people will see you walking down the street with your mane of silver hair like, is that the... Was that it? Uh, That looks like an old version of James Hetfield or whoever. Right on, yeah. That's like uh, Ace from Kiss. And once he finally stopped being Ace altogether, he's just like, you know, he's got this long silvery hair and his glasses on and stuff. And he looks a lot like like Paul Giamatti would if he was like 20 years older. Like, oh, is it Paul Giamatti? Oh, it's Ace Frehley. No way. Either way, it would have been cool. But hey. (laughs) Right on. They should hang out together and do a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Pauls. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, older rappers getting older. I mean, you, you really don't think about it, but, I mean, it's too short is probably like 50-something, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. But he, he's got that, you know, that pimp thing. It only works to his advantage to get a little bit older. Now, at some point, that'll you know, once he's eighty, that's not going to fly anymore. But up until right. up until then, he can pretty much work it without having to change a thing. I've done eighteen yeah. albums, ain't changed a verse. <laughs> Pimp hand still strong, bony but strong. At seventy nine, AARP members. He's one of yeah. the few that can still. That's the, he was he was sort of the exception as far as like. You know, you see, you can't have a lot of those dudes that were gangstery get up there and try and talk that shit when they're sixty, because it's like old man. You know, I'll bust your ass. You know, you, you ain't gonna, you know. especially when you when you get older, you, the estrogen starts to take over. You don't have as much testosterone, and it's it's just not the same. You know, and, and the guys who were, you know, dancers, and shit, there's not going to be a hammer comeback because he can't do that shit anymore. He can go up and, and and rap and stuff, but he can't do those moves. Or if he does, he's doing them at half, half speed. Half, half speed.
God. Yeah, I mean, that's why I give it up to Prince. I mean, he's still doing his Prince thing. I don't yeah. think he's lost a step. You know, what, to his advantage has the fact that he's always been a really healthy dude. You know, he never had any extra weight on his bones or anything. He's always very light and, and fluid. You know, so like that's he's true. another one is aging really well because his body just like you know appreciates what it's been done. You know, right. Plus, all the you know fucking thousands of extremely hot women probably help. Yeah, I bet that's probably what's keeping Hef alive too. I mean, he doesn't seem to be in as great a shape as, you know, the uh, before mentioned Prince, yeah. but. That'd be know. another good buddy film, though, Half and Prince. I'd rather be some women involved. <laughs> a, a road pick, Half and Prince. And, and Neil Patrick Harris in the back seat, just because. There you go. Yeah, for the op- opposite point of view. <laughs> oh yeah let's talk I'd, about I'd that for that. a second the, uh, the the new playboy apparently is the, the first of the new generation of the playboy with no nude photos it's like yeah it's like you know fucking water without oxygen involved <laughs> you know it's just sort of not the same thing h2 no o included <laughs> i don't get it but, you know, I, when it comes to the guard changing, fine. I guess we got to roll with it. But it's just, that's an odd thing to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to miss the, the loss of the, whatever, 10 pages of you know, airbrushed nude photos a month that they put out. But it's just yeah. the whole, you know, the, the legacy of how many years. I mean, that was the thing when we were kids. Oh, it's Playboy. You know, that was, a, that was what kids knew as far as, you know, naked women were concerned. We weren't, you know, at 10, we weren't looking for hustlers until we found out what they were. But Playboy, everybody knew. That's the brand. It's like Kleenex, you know. Right. It's tissue. No, it's Kleenex. Well, it's the same thing. No, it's, uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, this, like the like centerfold, a, the fold-out iconic centerfolds, it was done, you know, unless they decide to start putting cars in there or something. <laughs> yeah. Right, or a mad fold-out maybe. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Actually, I, you know, reading to, I've had a mad subscription, I think, last year, and almost everything sucked. It's like this just blows. There's not even like maybe five pages that were worth reading, and they were Sergio Aragonés. You know, (laughs) that was all as good, and everything else is shit. But this one was pretty good. I said maybe they got some new writers again. Okay, had the 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 people they had there were like all internet people, and it was just lame. Yeah, I mean, the the classic issues. I mean, are still embedded in my skull i love the the parodies of the you know even as far back as the 60s 70s 80s for sure the every time they did a excuse me every time they did a um a tv show or something i mean i would say they were like 90 percent solid maybe 95 percent in those magazines yeah and I think we know a lot about a lot of movies and shows that we wouldn't have ever seen or known because of reading those. You know, I know yeah. a lot about 70s movies I've never seen. And I go, oh, I know this movie because I read the Mad parody like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> Mad did a parody of uh, A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> before, I, before I even saw the movie, I, <laughs> I read that parody. I was like, this is 
odd, but and that's not an easy thing to make funny. But yeah, I read that too when I was like maybe six or seven. You know, right. The, the whole like he's he's got spaghetti barf on him and he's jumping out the window yeah. at the end. You're like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, it, made, yeah. it made little sense, but I thought it was funny. So, right. And then you see the movie and you're like, this is funny too. And then you're like, oh wait, no, this isn't funny. Something just changed. <laughs> Oh, this is depressing. <laughs> Starts out funny, gets serious, then goes, oh, shit. Yeah. It's a good movie that way. Make sure you have yeah. to think about stuff. <laughs> Although now, actually, one of those movies that if you watch it in you know our day and age, you go, oh, some of this stuff seems a bit more realistic than it used to. Oh, man, that is for damn sure. Like uh, Brazil. You're like, fuck, this could be now. <laughs> yeah. Why does that movie have so many different versions? Well, well like he a, made one version that was the long, you know, the full was probably three hours and some change version. And, then, it, uh, yeah. and of course, the studio was like, well, what's this garbage? We can't do anything with this. So they cut it down to like the 90 minute bullshit version that ends with the happy ending in the middle of a dream and forgets the whole ending of the movie. And uh, And he said, no, dude, that's like too much. So that became the TV version, I guess. And then they said, all right, well, he went in between and added some of the ending back, and they got like the you know 110-minute theatrical version. So right, people at the movies sure. that saw it at the theater were like, this doesn't make much sense. Well, yeah, it was missing 70 minutes of movie. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I saw the two-hour version, and I'm, maybe I saw the one that was edited all the way down, too. But... Um, it's really that, funny yeah. how, how different it is when you when you do it that way. Like, wow, this is a different movie. You see why like people get mad when someone edits their shit. Like, damn, that's a really different tone. Like if you took the monster from mm-hmm. hell and edited out all the parts with the monster and just made it about some, you know, nerds doing some sort of weird thing in a basement or garage, you know? Like, what's this about? <laughs> like this Not seems basically. really, really gay. <laughs> There are probably uh, overtones of it, yes. <laughs> yeah, dicks and balls are funny, and still. That's true, that's true. <laughs> and yeah, another movie, too, like that is, of course, Blade Runner with the yeah. 42 different cuts. <laughs> well, that's another one that you go, that could be now in some ways. And in fact, uh, most of the, you know, the, I just said happy birthday to Pris the other day online because uh, their incept dates were 2016, February 2016. So most of those Nexus androids are being put together right this minute. <laughs> All right. Somewhere. And speaking of which, Google makes Nexus androids. So there you go. Oh, damn. There we go. Oh, we've come full so circle. We buy one of those phones and name it Roy Batty and just see if it grows up to be evil. Mm-hmm. And that was another uh, another parody that I remember bringing it back to that. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> remember the one they had? Uh, it was one issue, and they tried to cram several parodies in. So they had Siskel and Ebert doing a review of, like, uh, I think it was, uh, one of them was Karate Kid, one of them was Purple Rain. I can't remember what the third thing was. Yes. I remember the Karate Kid was called the Karaki Kid. <laughs> why i remember that i can't remember what purple rain was and then uh but i do remember each one would have like a couple of pages 
that they would parody and then Siskel and Ebert would do their Siskel and Ebert thing. Yeah, that was that, that was a brilliant goddamn magazine, man. <laughs> it didn't yeah, do. Yeah, they had their shit together till at least the early 90s. You know, after, right. after I suppose everybody says that, like Saturday Night Live. But after I stopped, it was sucky. But you know, right? But I stopped. Last I stopped because it was sucky, not not the other way around. You know? it, it's probably fitting. The last issue that I bought was uh, the Phantom Menace. They did. They parodied the Phantom Menace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Was it in color yet at that point? Because now Mad has like mostly full yeah. color pages. No, I don't remember it being oh, in color. Cool. It doesn't look right. That's not right. It's got to be black and white. <laughs> and it should black. be on that gritty paper, and it's not on that anymore either. Yeah, that pulpy bullshit. Oh, man. Unbelievable. All Everything we know and love, they're changing. I mean, you also miss, uh, miss Cracked Magazine. The online website thing is funny sometimes, but the magazine was pretty yeah. good, too. Yeah, I found I found Cracked Online to be pretty good. And uh, I always found it a pale comparison to MAD. I mean, just, you know, not quite up to MAD standards, but I do remember reading some uh, some good Cracked. So I'm not going to... Yeah, it was, it was a different feel just, for sure. It, it felt like... For some reason, I see Mad and Cracked as like the two versions of Popeye cartoons, like the original ones where he was kind of a tough guy, and then the yeah. slightly later ones where they were like the King Feature Syndicate ones where he had Sweet Pea running around a lot. It was a lot more friendly, but it was still, and then like Bluto changed to Brutus. Like, it's yeah. Kind of the same, it's like, it's almost the same thing, but there's something off, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's right. And then when <laughs> when Crack hired Don Martin away from Mad, it just became bizarre. yeah. That's right. That was that was weird seeing his artwork in Cracked. That was weird. That's uh, when I see the kid watching Uncle Grandpa now. I'm like, dude, this is totally Don Martin, the animated series. I don't care what anybody says. You know, oh, is it really? The guy who who made Uncle Grandpa clearly was a Don Martin fan because you know the 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 Uncle Grandpa character is a hundred percent Don Martin. But he he looks like a like some long chinned long nose guy with feet that bend weird. <laughs> yeah, and he's got like one tooth, and he's got the wacky hair. He looks you know he he could easily be like you know the the relative of Captain Klutz or somebody. <laughs> ah, Captain Klutz. Oh shit! Damn it! I gotta find me some good mad reading on Al. I, I have to take a look through my uh, archives in the garage and see what I can come up with because uh, I think I may have gotten rid of a bunch of my mad mags. Remember when controllers used to be like? First of all, they gave you two, but then they were cheap to buy new ones. Yep. Yes, I this do. Is fucking sixty-nine dollars shit. Right. Fuck. Games uh, are sixty yeah. bucks. I don't want to buy a controller for seventy. <laughs> That is so crazy. Yeah, it comes with <laughs> they come with one controller. That is so nuts. And don't even let your kid fuck up your Wii U pad. They don't no. sell those. You're like, oh, it's broke. Give us one hundred and twenty bucks. Damn. Unless you know how to fix it, your damn self. <laughs> wow. If if you shatter the screen, you're pretty well screwed. Oh my god. Unless you find somebody else that has a broken one in a different way. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can. But at a hundred, uh, you know, at a hundred and twenty dollar repair, you might as well buy a new one. Wow! Yeah, didn't uh, let's see, 
probably the GameCube maybe was the last thing to come with four controller. That four ports. Uh, well, the, four the, the Wii will let you connect four up, and so will the Wii U actually. But they're wireless, so you don't really but, but have the ports. When you, but when you buy it, when you buy it though. Oh, a GameCube only came with one. They might have had a pack that came with four for Smash Brothers or something though. Okay. The last one that came with multiple. Let's see. PlayStation did not. N64 did not. Although I had a pack in that did, but it was a special deal later. Um, okay. What was before that? Super Nintendo had two. Genesis. Right. Fucking Genesis ship with one. Those pricks. I had to buy an extra one. That was twenty bucks for an extra Genesis controller. Yeah. But twenty bucks was doable when the games were already fifty. You know. Were they fifty back then? Sure were. Some of them were more. Because that was back when the, the chip shortage was going on, too. Like, uh, I bought, I have a receipt in my Batman Genesis game that I bought, like, the day we graduated school, or right about, uh, like, June 10th or something, 91, and it was 69 bucks. Damn. Wait, for the, uh, for the console or for the game? For the Batman game for the Sega Genesis. Shit. The and console I- was 189 at that point. And then if you threw in another controller, you were at two hundred and ten bucks, pretty much. What do you remember being the? Uh, I guess, I want to say I want to say to date, but the most expensive uh, home gaming system, like when it came out, and then then took the. Yeah. Uh, well, if you if you count them all, it's easily the Neo Geo, you know which. Which came out at six ninety nine and only went up from there, but uh, after that would be the three DO, which was probably like five hundred bucks when it came out, and nobody cared because it didn't have any games. Right. And uh, and after that, you would probably be on to if you adjust for inflation, the Intellivision might be next because that was like two seventy nine in nineteen seventy nine. Oof. And seventy nine dollars, that's gotta be like five hundred. Yeah, that was a that was a pricey bitch. That's why Atari, you know, had so many more units moved. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh and then after that I'd go with the the things now, you know. I mean th- these new machines aren't aren't inexpensive at all. And the kid right. wa- wants them all and like that thing's like five hundred bucks. I ain't buying that shit. You know what I can do with yeah. five hundred bucks? You know, see as a kid we used to like, well it's only two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks sounds like something you could spend on some bullshit. But five hundred bucks <laughs> sounds like a car payment, you know. That's what I'm saying. That's some shit we can get around the house that we could use for a long time. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna buy you a five hundred dollar Xbox when you need a new computer that's four hundred bucks and we can't afford it, you know. God damn it makes no sense. I might as well buy the PC and play the games there, you know. Right. Get a Steam account. That shit is cheap now. The games. I mean, what is what is Steam? Basically, digital rights management, but it's a it's an online service where you buy the games through them, and then they install and stuff. So you have this this menu of all your stuff. You can just click and play and whatever. But uh, so you have an account with this thing, and people you can you know communicate with each other over it. I think you can share games over it now too. But it's a Damn. it's a main way for people to buy and play PC games in the, you know today's world. So uh, wow, that's, but that's frequently they have they have these huge sales. They're like you know, 
here's a bundle of these $50 games all put together you know, for today for like nine ninety nine for 10 games. You know, people buy the shit. There's people that have 200 to 300 games in their library that they've never played because they have bought so many they don't have time. You know, so that oh was a God. really good way for them to, to switch the market over because people are now doing that. I just got to have it. It's cheap and I'll, I'll play it someday. <laughs> right. Because you'd never that go to the awesome. store and spend 10 bucks on that shit. Right. Is that a is it a monthly subscription or do you play pay a fat flat fee and you're just in? Uh it's a I think it's a free thing to get in, but then you you know, you pay per game as yeah, you buy pay, them. Yeah. Just like just like going yeah. to the store and buying it, but it's uh or iTunes if you were buying something through there, you know. It keeps track right. of the shit you paid for, but they don't actually charge you directly. That is so crazy to think about how how many things that we do are just virtual, like our money. <laughs> is pretty much virtual. <laughs> you know, there's people scamming that. They they got that new tap to pay crap, right? You know, if yes. if you have that, like, make sure you have it set to either sort of a thumbprint thing or put it in a in a wallet that sort of shields it so people can't just walk up. Because the new thing is to you know they have those point of sale things that hook up to your phone, you know, via right. via Bluetooth. So basically, you Bluetooth the thing in your pocket that says twenty dollar charge, and you just walk up and bump into people. And when you get home, you might have 10, 20, $20 charges on there. Holy shit. Every time some new tech comes out, there's someone who comes out and pirates the shit out of it. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's somebody, boom, oop, I'm sorry. You know, and you just got charged 20 bucks and don't think about it till later. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, 1999. What was that? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. You know, they always do it a small amount. It's never like 400 bucks or something. It's something you might not notice. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, I don't have that yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't sure. have that set up either. But for anybody, so we'll leave that in the show. For anybody listening, you might want to not have that set to automatic. There you go. <laughs> Especially wow. if you're at a concert or you know, anywhere where there are gatherings of many people. You get in one yeah. mosh pit, you could come home with thousands of dollars in debt. Yeah. <laughs> with black eyes and broken limbs to boot yeah that's there's a lot of um, just so many things that we can do with our phones now it's ridiculous so uh, I, I know that I have there's a lot of stuff that I do have because you know I can I can do my banking on my phone and stuff like that but there are passcodes and things of that nature in place where i mean you can't just take my phone and do that stuff yeah unless you're a hacker you can take my phone and probably find out all my shit but well sure <laughs> there's safeguards well that's like the thing with the the whole fbi thing and versus apple we need you to make this thing to unlock bitch you can unlock that phone in your sleep what is this all about what is this pr yeah. move that's what i'm talking about that, that when i saw that news on the news I was like, come on, this is, there's got to be some other angle. They want an automatic tool to unlock them all or whatever, but right. you know, don't act like you can't get into this guy's fucking phone because I know some kids, they would have it open by now. Uh, for real. <laughs> for real. Especially the guy. I mean, the guy's not dead, is he? Or is he? Maybe he is dead. Yeah, I think he's dead, him and his wife. Oh, I, think okay. they left behind, I think they left behind their kids. 
Gotcha. Well, okay, then there's still somebody alive that you could probably just get to give up the, you know, enough information that you could get in there by figuring out the password. Yeah, shit. Right. Lots of ways. The least of which is asking Apple to get in. I mean, it's not like they can't get a goddamn hacker. Well, and it's also well, <laughs> like they don't already employ a bunch, but it's also like they don't already have a backdoor. They Everybody has known they had one for a long time. So what what's different about this one, you know? Right. Why don't you use the opening that's already there for you? <laughs> yeah. So do you think that maybe Apple is just saying to the public or while whilst in the public eye, no, we're not gonna do that, but maybe they are doing something about it with the FBI kind of uh Exactly. In- yeah, that's one of those non disclosure things. Like they, they right. have to tell their shareholders one thing. But mm-hmm. but by law they're required to do whatever they're supposed to do here. So, right. That's I think what I'm they've thinking. already done whatever, and and it probably happened ten years ago. And this is just cover up so that people don't go, hey, yeah, shut what up and you? enjoy your money because they they didn't get all that money by not bending over. Right. Oh my god. Like the hacker. Well, they're they're you know they're protecting. Okay, ask all those yeah. actresses about their nude photos and see how well Apple protects your data. I'm saying, <laughs> ask Jennifer Lawrence's titties. I accidentally <laughs> I accidentally saw them myself. I'm pretty. I she was them. already popular, but I'm pretty sure that that cemented her fame because that like. It locked in the fact that she's pretty loose to stuff of that sort. <laughs> right, right. She's like, oh, she, I could, I could get that girl. Like, no, you couldn't. But as long as you think you could, she's going to make a lot more money. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Yep, I spent money on that goddamn movie she won an Oscar for. <laughs> and I I've only seen her as uh, Mystique. I think it was the only thing I saw, and I was like, that's not Mystique. Bring the other girl back. (laughs) (laughs) Bring back Rebecca Romaine. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at least like you know, she blended. You're supposed to blend in in that role, and you know, not just be. Oh, look, it's Jennifer Lawrence in blue gunk. Yeah. Well, I like it better when they don't have big name people. Well, I guess except for Kelsey Grammer, because that worked. That worked so well. I wanted to see more of that. I wish that movie would have uh, been just fifteen percent better. Yeah, I don't. Well, they're doing uh, the Defenders on Netflix. Maybe they can bring the Beast in for a couple episodes. <laughs> oh man, I had no idea they were going to do the Defenders. Yeah, that's dope. what they're building too with the uh, the Defenders. Now are going to be Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and uh, and Iron Fist, of course. Iron Fist, yeah. <laughs> And uh, how is Doctor Strange going to fit in all this? I don't know. He's in the movie world, but did you see the the picture? Of I did. I, I like. I nobody gives two shits about Doctor Strange, to be honest. But looking at that, I'm like, that's the closest I've ever seen them get to having the, the comic suit. Oh yeah, like he looks like fucking Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm saying, wow, it's much better than that '70s film with the little man sitting in the library. <laughs> That was awful and <laughs> boring. It was awful yeah, boring. I don't think I ever finished. Why? I, I no, that that sucked. Yeah, 
I did see uh, the Black Panthers. I got a nice uh, look at the Black Panthers mask, and I, I kind of like it. It kind of looks a little futuristic y, but I mean, it's it's really cool looking. It's it, not yeah, that. It, it looks like the, the current uh, comic version, pretty much, I think. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been following the comics at yeah, all. I'm out of that, too, as far I'm not sure if it's the current, current one, but it looked like one of the more updated ones I'd seen. So, yeah, I think they did a good job there. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and uh, I mean, every time the Avengers uh, Age of Ultron comes on, uh, no matter what part it's on, I, you know what, I'd I start watching it <laughs> on HBO. Yeah. I'd like to I've see them it. do one flashback movie at some point where they they do everybody like this was some you know 80s story just like they're doing with the x-men only do a whole film of it and have everybody show like the avengers and spidey and everybody show up in their 80s outfits oh my god i would the nerd boner would (laughs) never end (laughs) because the uh the the x-men outfits they have in the apocalypse thing in the in the 80s scenes look pretty good and the uh, the classic style suit they had in in Deadpool looked pretty good, so yes. people are opening up to the the yellow and black, and not all the black on black on black stuff. Right. Yeah, as on they're making things look right, though. I mean, um, shit. Do you remember? Uh, let me think. That's that Spidey suit from the show. You know, classic Spidey, but. <laughs> Not quite right. <laughs> he had like the the microwave door things over his eyes. Yeah, Those like little <laughs> yeah. radar shields or whatever they were. Yeah, and the and the the big huge web shooters on the outside of his clothes. And yeah, but now I mean they can make that shit look really cool. Yeah, Captain America from 1990. That suit was not great, but you know that's, that's what we. Have. A serious improvement on the uh, Captain America from '76, where his helmet was a fucking yes. motorcycle helmet with <laughs> wings painted on. Yes, I remember that. So and yeah, definitely an improvement. His not, shield I'm, was clear I'm, for some reason, like it was made out of the leftover parts of the Bat Copter's windshield or something. Oh my god, that was so awful! The clear shield. Yeah, they but, were I mean, not doing it right in the '70s. Yeah. And it's easy to bash that stuff. Superman although, was the first time they decided to take it somewhat seriously and put money into it. Superman yeah. and then the Incredible Hulk series. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think Superman still holds up today. Superman 2 still holds up today. Superman 3, parts of it. Mm. Superman 4 still terrible. Yeah, Superman 3 is still, I still like it. You got to look at 3, the thing that people don't get, and I think we probably said this before, but when they make the synthetic kryptonite, they're really doing a red kryptonite thing there. And that's right. why he doesn't, you know, necessarily split into two. He's just having this you know, reaction to the red kryptonite and stuff. So yes. it, it did shit like that. And this because they made it green, it didn't make any sense. Right. The new uh, Supergirl series, they're doing a Red Kryptonite show in a couple weeks. And uh, and lo and behold, she turns evil and gets a dark suit and starts doing bad things. And like, it's Superman 3, except they're pointing out this time why it's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wish I, I kind of fell off of that show. I watched the first couple of episodes 
but uh shit i still need to get back on uh, the daredevil series myself i watched more jessica jones that's because she's fucking hot but <laughs> like, I, well, I'll, I'll look at this this is more entertaining i know i do like her i'm hoping that they can do a uh secret wars uh story uh live action of course movie or or series that'll do that uh series justice because um but are you watching uh heroes of uh what do you call it, the dc thing future i, I watched the first couple and i have probably two or three that i haven't seen yet but right. it was what pretty good uh it's dc's doctor who that's pretty good there you go <laughs> not quite as good as the real thing but since they brought over one of the guys who was on doctor who for like five years i still kind of picture it as working oh cool uh, rory put on a different coat and he just got his own time machine and now he's off doing shit <laughs> damn so that works you know? got he's got a steady job with a steady paycheck too because uh these dc shows are doing pretty well yeah. i i i haven't even watched arrow at all and i'm hearing hearing great stuff and i'm not even on the on the arrow train yeah arrow looked too uh too teen angsty to me when i watched some of the bits but it could be cool a lot of people like it right and then flash definitely campy but i i I I haven't watched any of those i watched the first half of the first season and uh man it was by the numbers Yeah, he said it got better later too. That's kind of, I suppose, with Supergirl. If you uh, watch the most recent three or four episodes, it's a lot better than the first three or four episodes. Now, first yeah. of all, they got a budget now. Second of all, they now have additional people running around that are awesome. So it's not just you know the same focus. Right. There's, uh, there's less going on in the office and more badass Martian Manhunter running around. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out now. <laughs> Shit. And he's actually Ooh. wearing his correct costume and everything. Like, oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah. It's not uh, Martian Manhunter is not being played by Winchester from Mash this time. Sweet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I gotta look for that online. I remember watching that. The uh, <laughs> yeah. Justice League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not good. Oof! Talk about terrible. What was that? Eighties or nineties? That was probably late eighties because that was around the Justice League International thing, which was big in like eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Yeah. So that show probably eighty-nine. Okay. Yeah. When did that new Justice League come out with Guy Gardner on the cover? Yeah, uh, That's like eighty-seven. 87 because i i have that issue i think i got it signed by terry austin too nice that was terrible but still uh, we appreciated the effort i mean that first flash series that came out in 1990 i remember wanting to like it so much and probably liking it but and then watching the hell out of it but then uh i think it got did it get canceled or did they they just have the one season i think yeah i think it was only there for the one year it didn't do well enough. It was one of those like Saturday night shows that nothing ever did well. Oh, yeah. That's a, the, the death knell for any show. And they knew the only ones who were watching were us, you know. Oh. Yeah, I got nothing going on on Saturday night. Yeah, I'm watching it. 
because <laughs> that was before time shifting was really. I mean, you could record it if you wanted to, but it wasn't simple like it is now. Yeah. You you had to be there <laughs> and push record. I had the and timer. Like, you know, yeah. We had the timer on even our old old clunky VCR. But you know, if what would happen with stuff like that is you know it was somebody would change the TV channel to the wrong channel or something or you know right. yeah you're screwed. It had to be on that channel <laughs> for you to record it. Yeah, I, I never, I never used that feature. <laughs> I used to use it when I was gone for the summers. I would use the record feature timer a lot because you'd look, I'd look through a week's worth of TV guide and be like, "All right, what time is the cool stuff on Showtime this week?" Like, All right, Three forty-five Tuesday, sensuous nurse. All right, set the timer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. where that came from you know totally and then like the next day you get up and like watch the tick the tape and hit it rewind and like, okay cool let's see and you watch it through fast forward like yes it's on here cool you know, yes. i'd always start the recording like a half hour before and ended a half hour after whatever it was so if somebody did see it and they wouldn't figure out by looking at the tv guide what i started recording started yeah very smart look at that I, I hope your son doesn't have your uh, brain and use it for evil. <laughs> uh, he's got it. He doesn't know how to use it yet, though. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, a couple of times that used to backfire. I'd get up and start fast-forwarding through the tape, and they'd be like, do, 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 do. Like, all right, cool. Here comes some boobs. And then it would switch to, like, QVC and then the Golden Girls. And like, oh, shit, Grandma got up to have a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Messed up my whole titty time. <laughs> Yeah, and she didn't put it back when she was done. Left it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Oh, I watched um, the Red Hood yeah, Batman the animated one. Yes, cool. was that, that was, I don't that think was pretty that good. Nice. Yeah, that was good. I mean, these DC, uh, they are uh, people getting murdered, killed, effed oh, up. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, those are usually uh, actually have ratings on them, like PG-13s. Yeah, they were pretty intense. They've uh, we watched the I think it's Batman versus Robin or something. It's one of the ones with the, you know, the son of Batman becoming Robin, and uh, and yeah, same thing. There was like multiple people getting killed, and like, well, look at this. This yeah. is not uh, not your you know television G-rated animated series. Yeah. It is not that film, what was it, Filmation? <laughs> right. I was watching Filmation, uh, New Adventures of Batman the other day, the ones that actually have Adam West and Burt Ward playing the, the parts. Oh, right on. The good shit. They used to be on in the morning in like 79 along with Tarzan cartoons. Remember the Batman Tarzan hour? Yep. I remember and, the promo in the damn comic book. And they added the Lone Ranger when that Lone Ranger movie came out that nobody liked. Oh my God! The Legend of the Lone Ranger. Legend of the Lone Ranger. Yeah. Still haven't, remember? Still haven't seen it. <laughs> no, no. Like, I don't think what? I've even seen a copy of it in twenty years. Like, I'm sure they've re-released it on numerous formats, but that oh. that flopped. Yeah, who was even in that? I mean, some dudes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, what was I say? Oh, I remember uh, the promos for Pryor's Place. Remember when Richard oh, Pryor had that, <laughs> that children's show? Now this morning, I'm going to tell you all about Freemason. Keep the flame away from your face. 
Yeah, though that was that was pretty cool. He did that uh, some stuff on Sesame Street in the seventies too. But I could see that because little kids didn't know about Richard Pryor. This like, who's this guy? He's kind of friendly. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was good. I remember watching it. It was like early eighties. I may have been just a little too old for it, but you know, I still watch because uh, I would get up super early to try and catch everything oh yeah yeah we only had one day to watch cool stuff yeah you had to be up by seven definitely seven uh, like 11 30 when bugs bunny ended or so and you'd be like okay now i gotta do shit yep <laughs> hell that was still but, the cue all the way through high school because like we could we could get john to wait for bugs bunny like, no, okay now get out there <laughs> Now get outside and <laughs> dig up this backyard. Um, I do remember, um, didn't, uh, did G.I. Joe come on? Yeah, G.I. Joe came on Sunday, right? It did it first, uh, and then uh, and then they went to the five days a week. Yeah. Which was yeah, do great. That. that was seventh grade. They switched, you know, to, it was five days a week that whole year. And, and that mm-hmm. was awesome, you know. But then... Eighth grade, you know, they fucking moved it from three thirty in the afternoon to seven a.m. Yes, and then I was like, "Fuck!" Because the Transformers and GI Joe seven to eight, and I think we had to be at school at like eight thirty-five or something back then. So Uh, it was like this gap. Can't can't see it. But uh, what came on before Jim? There was a boys' show that we would watch before we went to church. It was something, oh, some boys' show on that Jim and go to church on Sunday, yeah. Did they have Voltron and Jim together? And you know what? I remember you sending that, you sent that text not long ago about the lions or robots. I remember uh, liking both, but uh, was it the lions that had the better animation? There was one of them that was, it was slightly better, but uh, the lions just came first, and that's what we knew, you know. That's and those right. were those were the cool, and then it was like, well, what's th- this? Is a little bit too much when they got to because it was like twelve parts to make the the vehicle force robot. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was even more than that. <laughs> was it, it twelve? It might have been. It was a fucking lot. It was more than five. That's for sure. Yeah, so I think we were looking at it from a toy perspective. Like this is too much shit to have to get a hold of. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not playing. Yep. I'm not playing with him. We're playing with the other guy. Yeah, exactly. There was even a, there was a Voltron three that they made a toy for, and then they they bailed on the series, which was another one of the Japanese robot cartoons that they were going to you know dub over as a Voltron series. Shit, that must have been. I I don't really remember that. It was like a robot that merged together, like. You know, multiple robots merged together to be another robot. So it was like robots into a robot instead of vehicles or lions. That sounds vaguely familiar. I bet we could find it via the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, you can find the picture of the dude all over the place. And you know, that's that's what they sold as Voltron Three. We had KBs everywhere across. I remember going into that KB and up on the. It was like the second aisle in and up at the very top you could see the the big voltron talking freddy krueger remember that guy i sure do teddy ruck's pin that was when the the big dolls were up there and that's right where they were like you can still see them you know 
It's yeah. weird how much you My, can still see that whole store, really, at least the parts we went to. Oh, for sure, for sure. I do recall um, they they had the die cast metal ones, and my buddy had that, and then they had the the big plastic one. Yeah, that like uh, I got the plastic one, an insane amount of money, <laughs> which may have been like ninety nine ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> when I got them, they were a lot less. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was, it was out of my price range. The the metal one was the first one, and that was like, oh, that's awesome. But then yes. uh, it was like a hundred bucks, and somebody said something about the fucking lead in it, and it became one of those like, oh, don't buy this for your kid. So that wasn't on my list anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then I got uh, they came out with the plastic ones, and they were like maybe ten bucks a line at that point. I think for the I think the big one was ten bucks, and the other ones were like eight because toys weren't that much. So uh, right. I was buying them one at a time, like over months. And then the la- I needed the last, uh, I had a yellow one, and, and I bought some other, like a coffin or some shit for one of the bad guys. And we were down uh-huh. in the gold mine, and I was with fucking Mike Ochenero. And I said, here, watch this for a second. I got to go get this thing over here. All right, dude. And uh, I set my bag there, and I came back, and of course that shit was gone. And he's like, oh, I didn't pay any attention. I'm sorry. You dick. <laughs> and then I had to go buy them again like three months later when I got the money back. Oh, my God. So I had a, a, a one-legged Voltron for like three months standing there all sad. <laughs> it had like sound waves, arms up, holding him up. <laughs> Why do I remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, you were around. You were soon after anyway. That was right about that yeah. time. Oh, that is hilarious. Janeiro yeah, <laughs> was my friend before I met you guys. <laughs> hey, then we became the dumb friends. That's awesome. Right. Yep. Yeah, he went somewhere. He moved or something at that point. I don't remember. He, he came back later. He, and I said, oh, hey, it's that guy. But yeah, he used to hang out with Brian Washington all the time, too. That's where I learned about LL Cool J. Oh, really? From came, Brian? Yeah, I came home pissed off one day. We were over there playing something. I was over there with Mike, and we were listening to some bullshit, like Miami Vice soundtrack or some shit. And then uh, uh, Brian's like, turn that bullshit off. And he was like playing basketball outside, and he's like, hey, listen to this. And he puts it on, and I'm like, fucking, this is horrible. What is this nasty, stupid bullshit, you know? And I went home like, man, fuck, I had to come home. This dude puts on a stupid-ass LLJ cool tape or some stupid shit. I didn't <laughs> listen to that. And then, like, you know, three weeks later or something, I was like, my radio, believe me, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and there it began. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, already liked, uh, I already liked Run DMC and the Fat Boys and stuff. I just, uh, LL was not an easy sell at first. I'm like, where's the music? You know, but then I, I said, oh, I don't need it. Don't need it. His lyrical prowess was... Uh, <laughs> all there god damn that's funny yeah once he added the music he got lame really because there's a huge world between you know rock the bells and doing it or whatever Point that I'm a serious joint, you can roll me up and fuck me, and then I'll annoy. 
see if you could dance to the ripper. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, there was, right. that, there was that damn I need love that that uh, that made him. You know, I can make money. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall. Well, I mean, I can't be mad at him because I mean, he would he went from having one ballad on, on his records to having multiple, right? Well, I, I think it just it flipped around. It's like at first he had nine raps and one ballad or two. And now he yep. has like nine ballads and one rap or two. <laughs> yep. Like, all right, uh, you got old. You became an R and B artist, and that's cool. But like, you should have just came out as fucking you know smooth James Todd Smith or something. <laughs> smooth James. <laughs> in a uh, yeah, I, I could see that in a uh, an alternate universe. <laughs> yeah, you just do the exact same act. Just call yourself something else. You know? Uh-huh. Just like Metallica, when they stopped playing metal, should have called themselves something else. Yeah. <laughs> All those bands, when you stop doing what you do, you don't have to quit doing it. Just change the name so people know you've shifted direction. So did you know that they were from the Bay Area when uh, you first got into Metallica? Yeah, yeah, we knew that. And that was yeah. that was big stuff. They, was they were big there way before they were anywhere else. yeah. I it, it was way later for me because um, I wasn't into them, into them. But right. I mean, I I enjoyed the I enjoyed the music for sure, right. and I always thought that their logo was pretty fucking awesome too. Yeah, they were. If you remember, Bam Magazine was it was Bay Area metal, and sometimes it was Bay yep. Area musician, depending on who you asked. But it uh, was uh, it was them and Exodus and. Uh, and a lot of those bands were around that time, all based around there. Uh, Death, Death Angel was around there. You know, a lot of those thrash bands. So I think oh, the okay. first time I uh, I bought some of that was after you know, we had uh, shit. What was the name of the station? KBHS, I think, it was uh, ninety point nine out of Concord, and that it's probably still there. And they would play. You, know, you you flip through the dial and it's like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Whoa, what's this? You know, like you know, thrash metal coming out and like, oh, I'm gonna leave it on here. And uh, and yeah, that was where I heard the first uh, Metallica stuff and later heard Pantera for the first time. All those bands uh, were on this yeah, little I college I station. I, I wish I would have known more about those bands back then because I I would have even I would have grown to appreciate them even more. But you know. Uh, thanks to you guys, you and Pat, and uh, I think what Mike was into it too, right? He was into the metal. I don't remember him being into much music, he, but yeah, he he liked it, but he didn't. Mike didn't do the music thing unless other people did it for him. People did, right? Um, and I think he felt like spending the money, you know. Yeah, and my boy uh, Matt, aka Pup, he. Uh, <laughs> He uh, was really into the uh, the metal scene. Yeah, I think I'm sure you know Matt. A little bit. Yeah. I think he came over like that one time I was there back after high school. Right. Because uh, he lived around the corner from you. Oh, and okay. his parents. I remember being at my grandparents' house and seeing this Bells Like Teen Spirit video over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, not knowing that it was going to be as big as it was, of course, but, you know, 
it got in my head. I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is all right. Yeah, I saw that at like three in the morning is like a, you know, where they used to throw in videos at three in the morning and they weren't sure they'd play other times a day just to see if people liked it. Uh-huh. Because I used to be up all night then too. So I was like, what's this? You know, and I, I had this little shitty TV, but I heard it coming out. So I'm like, what is that? And I plugged in the headphones and I'm like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. I like this. You know, and then I went out and got it. But it wasn't even out yet, actually, when I saw the video. Now it's, it sounds a little bit old, sort of. But, uh, but really, it's, it's a product of its time for, for that era that sort of defines what the sound was. Very true. And you know what? I mean, I, I think a lot of the sound that we have today, we, we wouldn't have if not for that. I'm sure he was, a, you know, that sound was, was pioneered a lot of artists that either emulate it now or, you know, are just straight up copying it. Yeah, well, it's it spawned numerous, you know, right? lots of, it, well, that whole Seattle scene came out of that, you know. And, and then, here's the now no, there's all the, the bands that think they're like Seether thinks it's Nirvana or I think it's Seether one of those bands that a guy sounds just like him. Puddle of Mud, that's another one. It sounds like him. Oh, right. What influenced Nirvana? A bunch of other punk bands. Things like the Vaselines and Sonic Youth and things like that. Uh, Bowie, Beatles. Classic rock to an extent, but uh, they were sort of anti the Zeppelin and Floyd type of thing. Yeah. I mean, so why do they draw the line there, though? I mean, what's what's that did they sell out because i know that uh <laughs> well they you know, were they were into the, the underproduced you know if you you had your garage signing bands or your metal right. bands or your punk bands it all sounded like somebody just set a cassette deck and let the band play you know a lot of that shit was noisy yeah. versus you know a led zeppelin or an aerosmith album where everything was very produced you know very mm. clean and open and sounded great but that was yeah. it didn't sound real, you know, as far as their that era was. You know, and then so of course that yeah. ironically then they, their lo fi approach turned into things like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and you know <laughs> the well, old music of today. So it yeah, just goes goes yeah. around in a circle. Oh boy. Without a doubt. God damn. I wonder what uh, the face of music would look like, though, if uh, he hadn't committed suicide. Yeah, pretty much the same, really. It wasn't up to him, you know. But, uh, right. As far as, you know, there would have been some cool albums he might have put out, but I don't think he would have even been working that much longer because he was sick of it. You know, he could have, instead of shooting himself, just said, fuck, I quit, and gone off right. and raised his daughter, you know. So the, mm-hmm. the biggest change in the music industry would be that we wouldn't have had a couple of whole albums that nobody bought anyway. Ooh. <laughs> so what, you don't think she's talented? She had some talent at some point, but it's not really so much anymore. And after uh, 
you know, there was the one record that she made with him before he died that was the big one, and after that she never did it again. You know, without, uh, without him writing the songs, and uh, and then she hired the Billy Corgan to write the songs from Smashing Pumpkins. That wasn't the same. Damn, that's a little bit of uh, history I didn't know. Yeah, she uh, she needs assistance you know, to do what she does. So. <laughs> Without yeah. the, without the proper assistance, she couldn't get to the same level, and probably without a bunch of heroin or something. I don't know. I was gonna say, yeah, maybe the drugs assisted also. Yikes! I saw this really cool documentary. Um, I wish I could remember the name of it right now, but uh, it was about uh, basically those punk bands that have uh, that are parents now. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> I've seen it. They're like all tatted up and still wearing their leather and ripped jeans and everything, taking their kids to the park. <laughs> oh man, that was uh, that was great. Yeah, they they, they got to do it too. <laughs> man, still living the life. Black fingernails, <laughs> mohawk. Got my kids and a baby Bjorn. <laughs> It's funny. It's not even unusual anymore. Oh yeah, cool. Whatever. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> the, true. the world of today, huh? Yeah, whatever. Yep. So, so I, although you know, I was looking a, a few minutes ago. I was looking at the uh, the web feed, the Facebook thing, and I saw something I, I don't understand because there's people that are. Uh, well, I guess Cheryl Teagues was complaining that the, the the plus size model on the Sports Illustrated cover is not necessarily healthy. You know, a healthy image to to provide because they got a, a a you know a thicker girl this time. Oh yeah, I saw it. It's got cool pogs on the front cover of fucking Sports Illustrated. Nice, but uh, so people are having their furious online debate, of course, as far as to you know what what would be what. And and I saw a guy, was, and I'm like, here's the stereotype of the day. But the black guy said, "I can't believe these women with these disgusting big asses." What? Okay, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the? You're a, you're a traitor to your race, sir. <laughs> but I'll step in and fill that for you because I'll, you know, I have that sensibility. So, okay, but I said, what did that guy just say? No, you know, no, yeah, you're talking about hippo asses, then, right? Not just like the the big ones of the day. And like, no, it's those big ones. I like those tiny ones. Like, dude, no. <laughs> what year is this? I'm telling you. Come on. Sir Mix-a-Lot laid out the blueprint. You know better. I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double. Mix-a-Lot's in trouble. Begging for a piece of that bubble. So I'm looking at rock videos. Knocking these bimbos, walking like hoes. You can have them bimbos. I'll keep my women like Flojo. A word to the thick soul sisters. I want to get with ya. I won't cuss or hit ya. But I got to be straight when I say I want to. Till the break of dawn. Yeah, uh... I didn't think she was that big. I don't think so either. I mean, she had a normal sized face. She didn't have like a puffy face or anything. Still cute. The titties were on target. Yeah, I don't, especially maybe it's an age thing, but the older I get, the less I'm concerned about that. You know, like, in fact, I (laughs) think I go the other way. Like, some girls I see now, damn, she's too skinny. You know, that's not, uh, you know, you get to that 12 year old boy zone. Uh-huh. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm good. 
I need a little something to, you know, grab a hold of. Yeah, exactly. Keep a brother warm at night. <laughs> I'm not mad Plus, at I it. I noticed that uh, the, the, the horrifying reality that uh, in order to find women our age in porn now, you have to at least search for mature, if not fucking like grandma. And like, what the fuck is this? You know? First of all, why does this exist as a category? And second of all, yeah. why are these women 40? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, should, oh, like that should be reserved for 80-year-old women that nobody should really want to click on. Why are they 40? I guess yeah. they could literally be if they made you know, children quick enough, but that's not the point here. <laughs> I'm saying. It's like, well, what's in the regular stuff now? Oh, 19-year-olds that look like boys. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Not into so I, it. I give up. <laughs> Fuck it. I just, I just have to go with whatever they're labeling as what it is, <laughs> and I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> milf, yeah. milf, milf. That's it. You know, that's that's the only. You have to like. They should have a uh, you know, enter your age to determine which category you really want to. You know. <laughs> which version of the site you want like give me the one that doesn't have any of those dudes and doesn't have any of those kids <laughs> right yeah man I it, it really stirs something disgusting in me when I see the super young looking that are you know they're 19 but they look like they're younger than that I'm like no thank you yeah even even at eighteen and nineteen, it's like okay, you you, you don't really look like you're done yet. <laughs> you know, go back, yep. go back in the oven for a couple more years. Saying, and it's like, man, I shouldn't even be watching this. I got kids that age. Oh God. Fight! 
Pull yourself together.